0: Hello and welcome to the PacMaG Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let’s welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James.
1: Well, hello and welcome back to the PACMAG Parents Podcast. I'm Bree James and today we have Gabby Chapman and Jen Petrovic on the show to discuss why it's so important we teach our children about meal planning and they also share some great tips on how we can get our children involved in the kitchen. And also with the meal planning too. Make sure you stay tuned for the weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting segment as we've found some very random parenting products that will definitely have you laughing. I've also got a great tip in this episode that'll unstuck those stubborn zippers. So let's get into today's show from spilt flour to eggshells mixed in with cake batter kids in the kitchen can be a handful but it's a basic life skill that children should know so being confident enough in the kitchen to put together a meal is something every child should be able to do. Today I chat to Gabby and Jen from Plan by Cook about how we can include our children in the kitchen and teach them the importance of meal planning so let's get them on Zoom.
0: It's time to get to class.
1: So what's the fuss about home cooking? Why is it important for families?
2: Some of the things that make cooking at home so important uh, is saving time. So um, many people go to the supermarket three times a week. So that's valuable time that you could spend cooking. So by just going to the supermarket once a week, um, it also saves you money because you're not tempted to buy things um, that you wouldn't normally buy. As well. It also saves stress because um, often people find that all day they're thinking about the daily you know the the evening meal and it sort of plays on their mind all day. So if you take the time to sort of plan it um, you know before you go shopping um, then you don't have that worry of all day thinking oh what am I gonna cook what am I gonna cook at sort of five o'clock. Um, also, um, you get to the, the advantage of cooking at home is you get to incro- uh, control the ingredients. Um, you can control the amount of fat and sugar that goes into your food. Uh, that's probably one of the bigger advantages. Um, and also, it makes dollars and cents. Um, you just can save so much money by planning your meals and using leftovers and having them for lunch. Um, yeah, that's kind of thing. And also. Um, you know, it's good to make food that you would normally buy as takeaway, like, say, hamburgers. Uh, hamburgers is a quite an expensive takeaway, but to make it yourself at home, um, there's huge savings by doing uh, making hamburgers at home. Um, it. Also, um, it's good for the environment too. Um, if you plan your meals, you're not throwing out as much food. Um, most of the food in our bins um, is edible food. Um, and so that just is producing tons of CO two, um, which is not good for the environment.
3: Mm-hmm. So getting think-
2: people to mm-hmm. prevent food waste, um, prevent food waste, um, and you know cook your own food, and you
3: cut down on packaging as well. I think that's all the reasons, Brie, that we um, uh, brought about. Like um, in the Plan by Cookbook, we have this four plus two plus one formula, which is about making it easy for people to home cook. Because I think it's kind of overwhelming thinking about seven meals every week. You know, seven seven meals that the kids are all going to want to eat, and and so um, we have this idea that you're only really cooking four meals a week from scratch, and of those two of them you double up so that you're banking some meals for the future in your freezer and the other two are kind of fast and fresh meals and then you take two out of the freezer and have one super simple meal so that makes up your your cooking week for most families and it's so much easier because it's only really about cooking four meals and then defrosting a couple or, and doing things like eggs on toast for one, one night a week.
1: And when you break it down like that, it sounds so much easier. It's only four meals a week, and so yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I think that's it. You know, like I think we um, we I mean, a lot of a lot of us overthink meals, and in, in, in a way, and it, and it is. I've got three kids, and and you know when they were younger, there was there was three kids under five, and it really was just it just preyed on my mind all day what I was going to cook for these kids and and one of them was a fussy eater so there were all sorts of issues with trying to um, you know get a meal on the table that everyone wanted to eat and um, so I was really lucky actually when I met Jen at our local primary school and Jen's a chef and she just had some really great ideas of simplifying it for families because so many families her mother's group and people were asking her how they could get a meal on the table because we sort of weren't used to it. All of us had careers and and uh, we didn't have to worry as much about about feeding feeding families up until then.
1: Yeah, I love it. So why is it important then that we teach our children about meal planning? Because I know at my house we do all sit to get together on a Sunday and we work out what we're going to have for the week and I think involving them is quite good. But, you know, why do you think it's important that we teach them?
2: It's a good idea to teach kids kids. Um, about it because it just sets them up for life for good habits. I think um, taking children, getting them involved like you said on Sunday or before you do the shop um, of what they're going to eat, they're less likely to complain about what meals are offered I think taking them to the shop and getting them to stick to a list is a great thing talk about food that's everyday food and then of course there's always food that's occasional food you know the sweet style with chips style it's good to um, show them the difference between everyday food and special occasion food and also getting them to understand about um, the cost of food so um you know like um when you get to the till ask the kids to guess what they think the price will be and that way they get a bit of an idea Of what the cost of food is and you know it look food is a big component um you know the weekly budget but look it's a fraction of the cost if you are eating out a couple of nights a week or getting takeaway this podcast is proudly brought to you by good
1: start early learning good start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine hour Ten hour or all day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. Absolutely, and I think
3: the kids also start to show real interest in um, in the food the more you cook at home. And I think you know that's a really um, a great thing for kids to because um, it's like Gem said about people you know Uber eating a hamburger for maybe twenty five dollars that only costs five dollars to cook at home. It makes a big difference if you um, if you can um, help teach them those ideas so they're not wasting money. I guess when they get to their teen years and and um, and adult years because it's. Um, you know, I think I think not all of us are born into into families that know how to cook well. <laughs> I certainly wasn't, and um, and and so I really had to learn those skills, which uh, you know for which I'm eternally grateful now. But um, you know, I really didn't have have a lot of things about whether even just basically cooking eggs and. Um, and then, sort of, and then I mean that's a great thing to start kids with, and and things that they want to be involved in, like making uh, lunchbox snacks as well. Um, so we'd encourage everyone to do a freezeable lunchbox snack every week, and you know as your kids get older, they start to want to do that, and um, and then and then work up to things, you know, do some basic skills like uh, how to. Um, how to chop an onion for example which you know is a skill that almost most meals require so there's great things that the kids can can do if they start with things that they like like um, maybe cooking pancakes as well and then they can work up to helping with meal planning um, and helping helping with uh, cooking uh, things like fast and fresh meals like a stir fry etc so um, I think it's a great a great thing for kids to learn because it's going to be a skill that will last them a lifetime as well.
1: Absolutely. I have, um, several Gen Y staff in my office and none of them know how to cook and they are, they spend so much money on Uber Eats and you just look at it and just go, wow, that's, you know, what you've spent a week is my, my whole week's food bill for my family. Yeah, It's really scary. So I agree with you completely. We need to be teaching our children, uh, how to meal plan, how to cook great meals and, and how to budget for, for themselves in the future.
3: Yeah, I think, Brie, the one thing we did discover when um, when we put out the book, which uh, there's a whole uh, market out there of people who actually are just home leavers or adult children living at home who haven't developed those skills. And we originally thought, you know, mums would be our, our main uh, uh, target audience there. But really, there's a whole market there of people who, um, who need to know the basics of, of cooking um, simple meals and not spending their entire pay packet on them.
1: Uh, absolutely. And now I see that you're very passionate about food waste as well. So, how can families
2: repurpose food scraps to get the most out of each product? Yeah, I think um, one of the big things about food wastage is um, food storage at home so you get the food home from the shops and things like herbs in particular um, if you don't have the opportunity to grow them at home when you get them home from the shops it's a great habit to get into is to wash them pick them off the stem and then put them between paper towel in a sealed container whether it's glass or Tupperware and that way you'll get two weeks out of your herbs so instead of just getting one meal out of them you'll get two or three So storing herbs is a really good way of um, preventing... Like storing food properly is a really good way of preventing food waste. And try to get to food before it starts to go limp in the bottom of your crisper. I mean, if you've got zucchinis and they're not looking that great, but you're not going to get around to cooking it, instead of it going in the compost, grate it and then saute it lightly in a pan with olive oil and salt and then freeze it. Because then you've got it in a few weeks' time. You could make um, savoury muffins or you can... You could have it just as a side dish. It's um, preventing getting to food before it's sort of, you know, limp and not usable is probably the most important thing. And when you do your, your uh, fruit and veg shop, think about using up leafy greens and spinach and that sort of thing early in the week and the vegetables that keep till the end of the week, like carrots, cauliflower, cabbage, they often you can get over a week out of those. So keep those vegetables for the end of the week.
3: And I think another great tip that we have is is about marinating meat before it um, before you freeze it. So when you get home from the supermarket, just uh, uh, make up your marinade and um, coat the coat the meat in it, and then freeze it um, so that it's in the freezer. While it's freezing, it marinades and it's and it's free, and it's de- uh, marinating again when it's defrosting. And so you've just got a simple. You have to whip up a salad and turn on the barbecue, and you've got a great meal. You have don't have to wait that pesky sort of four hours that most marinades take to. Um, uh, you know, to really give good flavour to a a meal. And, you know, we like to say try not to just put all your meat into the freezer when you get home because if you try and cook the meals if you have the chance because they, um, uh, that just means that you've got a ready-made meal all ready to go and it's faster than takeaway meal really. That's the the great part about using your freezer really well as well.
1: Yeah, I love it. So there you go. So many great tips. Uh, Where can people get your cookbook from and your app because you've got an amazing app as well? (laughs)
3: you <laughs> Yeah, great. Well, we've got um, – uh, the book is available in all bookstores at the moment called The Plan by Cook Book, and it's also available in Kmart and Target and Big W. So, And if you can't get to a shop, as most of us can't at the moment, it's also great to uh, go through Booktopia or um, Amazon online. You can you can pick up a copy that way. And, uh, yeah, I think we think it's a great thing to, to help people start on their meal planning journey. Um, we've also got an um, app called The Plan by Cook app, and that's available um, for Apple – for iOS – products at the moment
1: awesome well thank you so much uh gabby and jen um amazing advice there for families i even i didn't know about about uh storing uh herbs my herbs go every week it drives me insane so i'm going to try that one thanks jenny
2: all right excellent (laughs) take care
0: the weird the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting
1: all right this first product If you don't have a playground nearby, or you just love the extreme sport of your child climbing on you, then you will love this jungle gym suit. So this suit is made out of ropes and leather straps, allowing your children to burn off some energy while climbing off you. Yes, you heard me right, climbing off you. So if your children already don't hang off you enough, then this rope suit will allow them to swing, hang and climb off you, basically treat you like an actual piece of play equipment. Sounds joyful, doesn't it? But you are rushing to get one. We'll put, the show, uh, put in the show notes where you can get one uh, and the link's there so you can buy one. I, I reckon it's going to be the buy of the century. Everyone will want one for their home. Perfect item. All right, this next one, another beauty. It's called the Haircut Umbrella Catcher. It's an upside down umbrella looking device that attaches around the head of your child who's receiving their reluctant haircut that you insist that you must give. Um, so it resembles a, you know, kitty pool so this device will catch those falling hairs keeping your floor mess free how cool is that you can probably use it while they eat as well um, you, you can also use the products to the max and this umbrella catcher will be perfect for those times that you miss your mouth eating chips or something like that so you could use it for movie night just for yourself how cool would that be you'll never you know make a mess on the floor again if everyone has one of those like upside down dog collars are going to be beautiful All right. This one is a fact. In Greece, it is tradition to spit at a baby three times to ward off evil spirits, bad luck, and the evil eye. Now, Greek families aren't small either. So that's a lot of spit. Everyone spits on the baby. How gross is that in Greece?
0: If you're loving the Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge.
1: All right, this week's Give It A Go Challenge. I want you to have a cup of tea before you go to bed for every night for a week. Did you know that experts highly recommend drinking green tea before bed as it boosts your immune system and improves your ability to focus? So some studies have shown, it can reduce the chance of getting cancer. So every evening, I want you to sit down, relax, and enjoy a cup of tea before bed. Now, if you're anything like me with the bladder after having children, you're going to be up a few times during the night. But, you know, you probably are anyway getting up to the kids. So give it a go. Cup of tea before bedtime. Green tea.
0: Mag's tip of the week.
1: All right, tip of the week is for those stubborn zippers that get stuck halfway up. All you need is a graphite pencil. You simply rub the pencil, zip. Uh. All, you need is a, is, uh. All you need is a graphite pencil. So simply rub the pencil tip along the stuck zipper teeth to fix them. How simple is that? I don't know if it's going to work, but I want to give it a go because I've got heaps of zips. I don't know if they won't go up because they're too tight or, you know, they've just gotten a bit stiff. Let's see graphite pencil. We'll let you know if that one works, but there you go. Tip of the week.
0: It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show?
1: All right. Here's the things that we learned today. So meal planning allows you to save time by reducing the amount of time we spend food shopping so on average parents visit the grocery shop at least three times a week so by meal planning you can reduce this time and only have to go once a week to do the food shop and invest this spare time into something way more productive another thing was that it could create so much more stress upon deciding what's for dinner every day so by simply planning your week's worth of meals so you can reduce this stress uh, and become more organized which is better for everybody Another thing uh, that we learned today was by cooking at home, you can control what you put into your meals. Uh, you can monitor how much fat and sugar is making its way into your meals as well as incorporating healthier choices. Another bonus they said was um, you can save money uh, because you'll be surprised how much money you can save by simply choosing to make uh, your own meals from home. And of course, like Jen mentioned, you can save money by having leftovers for lunch And now another good point that Jen mentioned was not only are you saving yourself time and money, you are also saving the environment with reducing your food waste and product packaging. So most of the food scraps in our bins are usable and edible, which is producing a ton of CO2 into our environment. And I also loved her tips on, you know, uh, sauteing up uh, the zucchini and putting in the freezer or and the the, uh, keeping your herbs fresh as well. So so many great tips today. Thanks so much, ladies. It was great. Well, that's the end of our show today. Uh, Remember any important links, including if you want to get that, you know, self-climbing suit that looks – that sounds just delightful. Um, They'll be in the show notes. A big thank you to everyone who's made the podcast possible, our two beautiful guests. Uh, Check out their book. Uh, But thanks so much to Jen and Gabby, The Plan by Cookbook, Um, and they've got The Plan by App, which uh, makes meal planning a lot easier but until next time, happy parenting and don't forget to tell everybody you heard it on PacMag.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.